Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, we're right. going. We're rolling. We're going. So, um, should we? Hey. Hi. It's so weird. Like, watching the um it's so weird not being with you I know it's really weird to not be able to look at you and talk to you about this (laughs) um hi Bridget hi Brooke oh (laughs) I wish (laughs) this is so strange um wow Um, we're so this is like the realest podcast thing we've ever I know this is some crazy uh ingenious make it happen shit uh, we're doing a podcast. We're hooked up in so many different ways to make this happen. <laughs> I'm connected to so many yeah, devices. Me too. I feel like because I have three earphones on. <laughs> God, that's wild. That's like a superpower. I feel like uh, the girl of many headphones. The girl of many headphones. Like, where are you? Where are you wearing three headphones? Like, how's that even possible? The girl of um, three ears. Okay, okay. Should we? Should we give some context first? Oh yeah. To the, well, to yes. the people. Yes. Brooke is not here with me. I am coming at you from South Florida, baby. <laughs> um, and so we were Bridget and I have been like discussing how to it's so weird how to do this remotely because otherwise we have to, have to take, take time, time off and... yeah we didn't want to do that but we had to talk to each other watch the episode look at our notes and record ourselves <laughs> and so I brought like our, our headset one of our headsets home so right now I have my I'm Skype Bridget and I are audio Skyping on the computer right you're on your computer yep so on our computers, I'm in Florida, she's in Brooklyn. So thank you I for like, being here with us in the interwebs. It's like we're all truly equal so, this time. So then I have my iPhone headphones connected to my computer to hear Bridget. So that's only in my right ear. And then I have the headsets with the microphones connected on top of that. And then that is plugged into my iPhone, which is recording me on a voice memo. <laughs> it's really beautiful. The 21st century is terrifying and amazing. Yes. All for the love of podcasts. And Sex in the City. And Sex in the City. Oh, and is this an episode? It's an episode. Oh, Oh, just also, you know, welcome to Splat. Hey, welcome to Splat, the podcast. Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about Sex in the City. (laughs) (laughs) Ten years younger and... 20 years later. <laughs> wow. Um, we, all right. This episode, I... I've heard people <sighs> talking about this episode for so long. It is a good episode. But I was like, I don't know how I relate to this at all, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I mean, there were maybe a few nuggets I, I we can talk about, but it's... Yeah, I was like... This is so uh, This is so years. far out of my realm of experience. Yeah. In I mean, so you've many been to ways. a couple baby sh- Have you been to baby showers? Um, I have before, but I also have done a ton of childcare. And so I've just, like, known moms for a long time. Yeah. I've, like, known moms. Um, but I remember going to one baby shower, I think. Oh, this episode's about baby showers. It is. It's called, it's called The, the baby, baby Shower. shower. Yeah. Um, I think I went to a baby shower, like, 
sometime in my youth, and all I remember about it is the um, game where you put candy, uh, like different kinds of chocolate in diapers. Oh, wow. And, and then you have, they microwave it, and then based on the, like, poop, essentially, you have to, like, figure out which candy bar it is. <laughs> wow, what a delightful game. So <laughs> really delightful. sets you up for the joys of motherhood. Just precious. Just precious. Oh, my God. I don't know how I'm going to be able to... Oh, no, I figured it out. I was like, I can't mute my computer because then I won't be able to hear Bridget. But then how will I listen to the episode on mute? But you can mute it through HBO. Yep, yep. I had a moment of that as well. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, man. We're geniuses. Geniuses. This geniuses. is a really crazy episode. I say that that's one of my two phrases, but... So much of this is, like, almost jaw-dropping, just that it's happening. It's unbelievable. And they, they reference a time that happened, but they don't give you a flashback, which I found highly unsatisfying. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I think okay. I do, but we'll see. We'll see. They also do, they flash back to when they're younger, and I Oh, was my like, God, we'll get there. I have so many caps locks to talk about that. <laughs> I have caps locks throughout this whole episode this episode is very caps locks (laughs) caps locks Um, (laughs) caps locks (laughs) caps locks i will say i'm living my best miranda life because it is 8 51 p.m on a friday night and i am in sweatpants (laughs) my beauty and the beast shirt from 1994 and i'm eating pie in florida at my parents home that's that's incredibly brooke for so many reasons <laughs> is it brooke or is it miranda well both i would say i'm also in bed just had some thai food oh feeling pretty good about it we had italian food tonight oh nice mm-hmm. happy cinco de mayo oh indeed should we just dive in this is kind of it there's gonna be so much to say yeah let's do it starting Ready? it from the zeros oh i heard you click it <laughs> took a second though here we go. This is so funny. My dad wanted to eat some of this pie, but I'm eating it straight out of the container. Oh, I'm so envious. I love I love a key lime pie. That's I love like so a lemon funny. meringue pie. Mm, that's citrus. I've never had a lemon meringue pie. Really? If you like key lime pie, you'd like it. You know, I didn't like know that I liked key lime pie until I moved to New York, and despite living in Florida for 18 years of my life. Really? Key lime country, baby. <laughs> the very first thing that happens in this episode, we're not quite there yet because it's, we're going through the credits, but there's a close-up of someone writing invitations, and I just wanted it to last. I love watching people write calligraphy. I do that on Instagram <laughs> sometimes for Oh, hours. yeah, your Instagram explorer is, like, super interesting. I went through a real phase. I like how this episode starts. She goes, let's be honest. Yep. <laughs> At one point in this this episode she just is so the cliches you know they just really lean it yeah but so they're saying there's nothing worse than like your friend in, inviting you to a baby shower basically it's hell on earth the only thing it's, it, it's, as, it's even worse than extremely successful people who are 27 which made me laugh <laughs> i know we start I, the, it off with like the four of them snug- snuggling eating popcorn yeah and it's so it's so nice they're all snuggled up and talking about how much they hate baby showers but it's really it's such a sweet scene and like surprise surprise Miranda hates them the most of course she does and then they flash back because because so oh Samantha or was this to Miranda where she's like it's to Miranda so Carrie says to Miranda is it that you hate baby showers or do you hate that it's Lainey's baby shower and Miranda's face and Samantha's face you just know some shit's going down yeah which makes all of this made me like wonder what Charlotte's relationship to her is because she's not in any of these clips no she's not but then we find out later oh do we well, there's a specific way in which they're connected. We find out about. Well, like we knew Charlotte, we knew Charlotte knew her, but she like we don't know how. Right, but we don't know how any of them really know her. It seems like they just kind of like crossed paths in their or in their old life ran in the same circle, you know, her yeah. old life, like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. So they flash back to this really um, ridiculous club scene. 
But it's Samantha's apartment. It's one of Samantha's parties. Right, right. Which is a she theme always throughout says, this if episode. She, if she, like, ha- is it, if she fucks on that couch, she's buying it. Yeah, which is comes back at the end with a vengeance. And we meet Lainey bopping Ooh. around, kissing women and men alike, and being very... But the but the best part about this whole flashback is what they're wearing. Like Carrie has these like long straight haired extensions. Miranda has like a dummy bob. Samantha's like teased. Like Carrie's wearing a bright pink cowboy hat. Yeah, it's quite something. It's also funny because it's it's them closer to our age, which is just, I just like having a glimpse at. Oh yeah. But very quickly, yeah. Samantha's hair is truly it's ridiculous. So good. Uh. Um, oh, Miranda says something like, my version of hating myself. Oh, well, but there's a oh, lot. There's a lot. They're yeah. talking about how, well, they do a little s- slut shaming as, cause Lainey is full on Lainey's at this like, party, just stripping. She's stripping. Just full naked. And everyone. So naked. Every, every, well, she's what? She's so naked. Everyone is just party. chanting tits, 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 tits. And she's like, yes, yes, yes. She's fully stripping. And Miranda goes, Make so many public appearances, they need a booking agent. <laughs> because Incredible. she, uh, like, presumably, like, takes her her boobs out at every All party. the time. Which everyone kind of acts like she does. Yeah, and then Miranda's like, she just ha- hates herself. I do it, like, in a normal way, by eating a box of double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> Which, you know. Cut to me eating pie on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not because of low self-esteem. That's because you oh, love no. yourself. It's because I love Pie myself. in bed. I did have a moment, (laughs) this is awful, (laughs) where I was like, maybe I should show my tits more at parties, like, I'm young, like, (laughs) can you imagine how people would react to that? I literally wrote that, and then I thought, what? Yeah, wow. A friend of mine who I worked at camp with (laughs) has started playing me on Words with Friends, and she messaged me that she was going to start watching Sex and the City for the first time, and she marathoned the first season in, like, two days and has been uh, messaging me about it, but she said tonight, she was like, I think it's making me do things I shouldn't. (laughs) It's so influential. (laughs) Yes. So, Lainey... Oh, but but this really, like, poignant thing comes up. This episode is so funny to me and that it's so casually like Samantha has a lot of self-esteem issues which is like a thing we have never touched at all in the like first nine episodes it's like Samantha and Lainey are the same they're both wild they're both sexy and they're both incredibly insecure yeah it shocked me (laughs) I literally went Samantha's incredibly insecure it doesn't make any sense but I think she just I think that's just their way of like she feels threatened by her I Samantha so. feels competitive with her, so Carrie, in her Carrie way, like, translates that both to being insecure, which, like, maybe it does, but I just feel like Samantha's so confident. it did. Yeah, it just doesn't match up with anything we've seen Samantha do or be. But, or does it? Is, you know, is, is that, like, is that supposed to, maybe Samantha, and in my, like, writer-actor brain, I'm like, maybe they got criticism for Samantha, and so they wanted to give her a backbone, so they, like, wrote this in. Isn't this kind of the opposite of a backbone, though? <laughs> she had a great backbone so far. It's true. I mean, if this whole episode also is just very catty, which, because it's a show about female friendship, we haven't seen quite so explicitly yet. Yeah, but it's cattiness from, like, the four of them to something else. Right, and they all have each other's backs, which is, like, Actually, kind of the part that Actually, that's I my favorite to. moment of Me the too. episode. Me, too. Me, too. That's what I was meaning earlier, that there were, like, moments I could relate to. Um, so... We get this flashback, and we're all dreading going to Connecticut. That's the other thing. They have to go to Connecticut. Yeah, for this baby shower. And Miranda talks about how it's a cult. Yes, how being pregnant is a cult. And having babies, and, like, you know, you're indoctrinated into the motherhood cult. And then she says this incredible line that she's lost two sisters to the motherhood. Yeah, I was trying to think about, like, what the early twenty, early to mid-20-something, like, version of this cult is. And, like, part of me thinks that it's just relationships. Definitely. Like, people who, like, get new relationships are suddenly, like... Like, I was at a party recently, and my friends... I saw a friend of mine who, like, I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. And they were like, are you seeing anyone? Whoa. And because they had, like, got recently gotten a boyfriend, right. and so I was they like... they to talk about it. I was like, so that's what you're going to ask? Like, 
You're asking me like that, like that my my aunt asks me. <laughs> right. That's something. That's something that came up later in this episode that we can talk about then. How I love that Samantha just straight up doesn't want kids, and how rare I think that is. Yeah. And because like even now, you know, people, people it's exactly that. Your aunt is like, you know, wants to know if you're having kids, and if I we we I we have a couple of friends, or I at least know some people who really just don't want kids, and they're like no one takes that seriously people are always like oh you'll change your mind or it's just an assumption that you will at some point become a part of this thing samantha's also like in her mid to late 30s like she is the old she is like older than the rest of the characters like she might even be in her 40s already they at one point they make direct reference to that actually in this episode about being closer to 40 charlotte's we will talk about it when we get there all right all right so then we cut to carrie who like then here goes the crisis of the episode which is like, of course, Carrie's gonna have this crisis. I on this that. episode, also, of course. Yeah, but first, Samantha is like we've we've seen her like maybe have some sort of ish with um, Lainey, and then it goes. Think of how fat she must be, um, and then we cut to Carrie, yeah. who's realizes that she hasn't had her period yet. Samantha makes a crazy fat joke too when they arrive at the front door. It's all of this. They're so vicious. It's um, amazing. I love it. But. <laughs> Carrie has um Carrie has this moment when she's going through her planner and realizes her period is four days late and she immediately goes into panic mode. And then we cut to her on the street and she looks like a blind Orthodox woman. Yeah. There's a, it's kind of a these sunglasses. <laughs> really... All of the sunglasses. They're like going to a baby shower and they all look like like versions they of the They do a long hilarious nights. thing where every single one of them gets into every seat except for the driver's seat none of them gets into drive samantha's wearing an obscene shirt i mean obscene in style mostly it's like you know she can pull it off it's just two buttons but like one is like right where your boobs meet and one is like four inches down and then that's it and And the rest of it is just hanging open it's it's for a baby shower you know you know they're gonna stick out because she wants her she wants lady to see her flat tummy yeah, of course she does, and it's so flat. And Charlotte, and she, and she also is bringing scotch. <laughs> yes, to a baby As shower a for a pregnant woman. Miranda's like, I got her condoms. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Pastel colored. Yeah, they're pastel. Well, Carrie forgot to get her a present. Cheery. Full stop. She asks if she can bring fistfuls of cash, and I was like, That's all I ever want as a present. Ever want. But then Charlotte comes like teetering down <laughs> with this like huge bassinet of gifts. <laughs> it's really sweet. She's so excited about this secretly. Yeah, Charlotte loves babies and baby showers and the concept of it. And then so we they're driving to Connecticut. Connecticut. Carrie says, "I was struck by how a place so filled with nature." Could look, look so, so unnatural. unnatural. And we see a beautiful dog, and, and Carrie goes, we're in, I don't think we're in Manhattan anymore. Charlotte's very excited about the dog and how beautiful the house is. And then the dog gets shocked by an electric fence, which they don't know which what I it is. Which I guess was, like, just coming out. You can t- Well, Miranda's like, it's the newest thing. My sister has it. Yeah, because her sister's in the cult. Right. Of course. They're all the same. They all push their sunglasses up simultaneously. They look like the four blind mice. <laughs> they are also all wearing, like, black leather in some way or another. I know. They're like little blind mice spies. Charlotte's hair is so shiny. Miranda looks like a straight-up Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, like... Uh... They send Charlotte back. So, remember, Charlotte doesn't arrive with them. Right. There are a couple of moments where they intentionally exclude Charlotte without really talking to each other. And... Yeah in this episode which is it's kind of like they shield her from certain things yeah and Lainey's like ah isn't it great being pregnant I can eat whatever I want are you jealous which Sam Samantha I keep wanting to call her Sam because I think it's so funny Samantha calls her she says look how huge you are and then later says and I'm gonna drink so have a big drink are you jealous they're just so so all of the just like in terms of costume design wise all of the friends are dressed in like Tan or yellow. Yep. The pastels. Like the condoms Miranda yeah, got her. And and ladies wearing pink and yellow. And then um the ladies are dressed in all, like like black. Black and leather, yeah. Very very badass, very like here to rough things up. But Charlotte teeters in late again with this big bassinet and everyone's like, Oh my god, the they Bellini the baby ba- gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? The Bellini baby basket. <laughs> 
have a lady baby basket. <laughs> they were all just so rude. Also, Lainey becomes very condescending quite quickly. Oh, yeah. She's she a talks, bitch. She's, well, they, they're, yeah, she and Samantha go head to head in this for head yeah. And Carrie, like, Carrie's uh, oh, kind of caught in the middle they a little meet bit. This, they meet this mom who's like, I love my son. Andy's 11 months old. He is a god, and I tell him so every day. 30 years from now, what do you think the chances are that some woman's going to be able to make Andy happy? I'm going to go with zero. I'm going to go with zero. So they're going through gifts, and Carrie and Miranda almost look like a couple propped up in the doorway watching everything. <laughs> That's cute. And somehow Charlotte has become like, the star of this party. I know, she's like wearing the bows. And she's so delighted by everything and making everyone laugh. It's almost like in The Lion King when Timon and Pumbaa are like watching Simba mm-hmm, and Nala mm-hmm. and Timon's like, I can see what's yeah. happening. <laughs> like, Miranda. Miranda's like full Timon. Yeah. Uh, well, she literally, Miranda literally says, we can't be separated in here. I know. They heard you and hunt you down. And then Carrie's like, was I next? And there's this weird slow-mo. It's so weird. She's like, I have to see if I get my period. And, like, the world, like, slows around her. And she's, like, watching kids, of like, life. I don't know. And in the be bathroom, difficult. In the bathroom, there's a huge portrait of, like, seven months pregnant naked Lainey. Which is so funny because you're like, how fast did... She's still pregnant. So how fast did she have that taken and... Yeah, I thought, maybe we should do this for my birthday, Bridget. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, and then we get interviews with... Interviews with moms! Semi-randos. They're interviews with moms. I'm Treehouse oh. Mom. I love that. I'm Treehouse Mom, too. <laughs> I'm, it's so good. Sometimes it's I climb so... up into the kids' treehouse with my Walkman. And the, the internet, one of them has an internet lover. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, but there's also 1998 racism. Oh, so casually. It's like, oh, and now I just yell at the gardener, who doesn't understand a single word, and she, like, eats pie. Ugh, And then this one other woman is like, I'm exactly the same. I love my life. Yeah. But every now and then, I can't help but think about Lisa. And you're like, oh, yeah, I love you. shit. <laughs> um... Now, but they're like, shit's yeah. about to get real interesting. Carrie and Miranda kind of have a moment outside together being friends. I love the thing Samantha says about they're, they're like, they're, Miranda, Carrie's like, there's a woman in there breastfeeding a kid who knows, who looks like he could have enough steak or chew steak. <laughs> yeah. A kid who can chew steak. And Miranda's like, you know how I feel? If you can ask for it, you're probably too old to have it. Yep. I love Miranda. <laughs> So funny. Oh, and they talk about the Hansel and Gretel witch. <laughs> yeah, they do. They have so many funny, everything is a, a metaphor. Nothing's like a straight conversation. <laughs> I love their friendship, though. Me too, and they look so comfortable and happy together, and I love that they're just in this corner at a party together. Yeah, and then the show does this thing that I think that is amazing that shows do, is where they, like, reference the show that they're in. Yeah. How so Charlotte mean? is, like, talking to Lainey. Uh-huh. And Lainey, and she's just, like, Charlotte's, like, talking about New York, and Lainey goes, this isn't a Jacqueline Suzanne novel. Four friends looking for love and life in the big city. <laughs> okay. All That's what this show is about, though. And she's, um, Lainey's wearing this ridiculous ribbon bonnet. But I looked up Jacqueline Suzanne, because I was like, who that? Hey, research. Uh, and she wrote Valley of the Dolls. And I think that's what Love Valley of the Dolls is about. That would make sense. Or something like that. Shit gets crazy. Oh, One yeah. One of the other moms says, talking about Lainey's impending child, once little Todd or Shayla comes along and Charlotte tackles go up immediately, she says, that's my name. And the mom says, I thought your name was Charlotte. But it turns out, this is the connection. I mean, this is like the the history. You can. This is how you know that Charlotte and Lainey have some deep history. Yeah, yeah. Because she, at oh. an eleven year old, had thought up the name Shayla and was saving it. It was her secret name for her baby girl. And she had told Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, and I guess Lainey. Which is interesting. No backstory still. And- Lainey's like, no, you didn't, but it, like, zooms in on her slow motion, and it's like, we know she's lying. She knows what, exactly what she's doing. I think Carrie even voiceovers, like, she knew. And the best thing is, Samantha walks in, 
doesn't know what's happening. Charlotte says, she stole my name. And Samantha goes, what's going on? She stole my baby name. You bitch. It's perfect. And then they go to a bar off the highway and drink and eat peanuts. And Charlotte says she doesn't want to be an old mom. This is an interesting thing that I think is a conversation people our age also have. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about someone with this with someone. Oh, I was talking about this with a friend last night at dinner. Mm-hmm. My mom. Oh yeah. There, both of us have a nine-year spread in our in our siblings. Uh huh. Which is actually interesting. Our siblings line up. We're both the youngest of three, which are spread out almost five, and then another four years. Yeah. And it's it's really different. Like a lot of our friends have parents who are really close to them in age. But like oh. Yeah. It's it like my parents aren't old, they're just um Well, it's just that like my mom was thirty seven when she had me. Me too. Our parent wow. But yeah, no, I think about that. I sometimes I think that there's like I need it uh, there's a pressure on me to have kids younger, mm-hmm. both to like give my parents yeah, I wanna give my kids the opportunity to know my my parents as long as possible because Right, of because course. Because my yeah. parents were not old when they had me, but old for that time. Like I don't really have I don't know any of my grandparents. Like the one grandmother that, like, I, I actually knew passed away when I was in, like, 10th grade. Yeah, I don't know mine so. super well either. It's definitely different, so, and, and it's something to think about. But then uh, I yeah. also, like, I also know I want to do a bunch of stuff and just, like, live my life for a while longer, you know? Yeah, 100%. But I also, like, I know I was an accident, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, a favorite topic. It's so funny. But also, like, my parents didn't want to have kids, and now, like, we're the centers of their universes. Truly. Love you guys. <laughs> They're the best. That was a real conversation we just had. Yeah, yes, it was. Um, they're at the bar, and Miranda goes to the bathroom and comes back, and Charlotte leaves. And they end up having a really real conversation. Yeah, and then, why don't they have it with... Why, and why Charlotte, Charlotte comes back, and without included. talking to each other, they all say nothing. And I think it's because... So what they end up talking about... First, the, you know, they're just batting back and forth, and Samantha's talking about how, you know... They're talking about how ridiculous the party was and how they really don't want to have kids. And, of course, Carrie drops that her period is late. And she there, like, seven days, and Miranda was like... Don't worry, mine was 10. And Carrie's like, were you having sex? And Miranda was like, no. So Carrie is is not, she's very anxious about it. And they ask her if she'll tell Big. And she stutters her way through saying no. Not until she, you know, can figure out what's happening. No, no. Yeah, like not until she knows the end. Oh, but, but there was like a gray area like about where, and Samantha says, you're in front of the firing squad, but you haven't been shot. Very intense. I like what Carrie says, though. She's like, I'm not going to tell him until I I know how... Well, that's what she... She stumbles through trying to answer the question, and then... Until I until I know how to finish the sentence. Exactly. Like, which which is yeah, sweet, she, and it makes sense. She's not going to tell him till she knows. Till she knows just what... Yeah, where, where things stand. And then we cut to Charlotte, like, ripping up her dream box. Well, well, well so Charlotte comes back, and they all... She says, what are we talking about? And Charlotte, they all together, without acknowledging it, say, nothing. And I think it's because they know that Charlotte's the one who wants a baby. So they don't want to give her... They don't want her to know that it might be happening to Carrie. Yeah. They, like, take care of her. Because I think I think this episode sort of, like, gives us the impression that Charlotte was the newest one in the friendship. Yeah, I get that a little bit. Like... I know from watching the Carrie Diaries that Samantha is the first in the friendship. With Carrie? Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I, I don't know when she meets Miranda. I forget. I'm sure that they'll tell us at some point throughout this series. Um, but I do not know. Interesting. Um, Charlotte's Dreambox is ridiculous. Yeah, so this scene is really melodramatic and kind of hilarious she uh, charlotte's in her bed in her room which i noted just looks like a hotel room (laughs) it's very sterile nothing on the walls that makes sense for yeah uh and she has all these things in this dream box photos of well she has the name shayla (laughs) (laughs) on a pillow she has a dream man and a backup dream man and it's all just she's not really committing to being angry but you know she's like tearing all this stuff up and Carrie's doing this like very dramatic voiceover which ends with like 
the life you've never had flashing before your eyes. Yeah, and Charlotte slumps over her dream box with a smile on her face. It's interesting. It's I'm not really sure what's implied there. Maybe Charlotte's about to change. Perhaps, perhaps. So we cut to Carrie and Miranda at the drugstore buying pregnancy tests. And this yeah. funny thing happens where Miranda's like, this one's half off. And Carrie's like, listen, I paid $395 for a pair of shoes last week. This is not the time to be frugal. Which is funny <laughs> because last episode when they were buying vibrators, Miranda also made a comment about how, you know, it's cheaper than the shoes that they buy. And I just think it's so funny that even though they don't talk about fashion that much yet, their metric for how expensive things are <laughs> is shoes they buy. Yeah, like we know that Carrie likes shoes and like has this sort of an addiction to them. Because mm-hmm. her credit card got declined buying them and, like, all that business. But Remember? No, really. I'm otherwise, awful. other than, like, how much aware she is to how expensive they are, we don't really know that why she loves them. Nope. Oh, and then they're talking about why they would be bad moms. Well, yeah. So, Carrie has this worry that she's not maternal, which I think is a really interesting fear, you know? Yeah. I think you and I are both maternal. I so. think we are, and that's, yeah, that's not a, and both of us have been around kids forever, but I know that that's, like, a very real fear for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, well, they both give these, like, really sort of touching anecdotes. Yeah. About when they were kids, like, kind of fucked up things they did, which I like because everybody has that. Yeah, everybody does. Carrie, like, shaved the head, heads of her Barbies, and Miranda was like, I put a rubber band around my dog's mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Which horrifying, but kids do stuff like that sometimes, you know? Yeah, That's totally. how you learn. So, Carrie gets a pregnancy test, but she decides she doesn't want to take it until she knows how she's going to feel about it. And she has two packs of gum and also is getting ready for a party? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what the, the gum has to do with it. And, and in the middle of her fretting and getting ready, Lainey calls her. Um, eating a pickle. <laughs> eating a pickle, the most pe- pregnancy trope of all tropes. And wearing, I kind of love this as a pregnancy outfit, just an enormous white Oxford shirt. Yeah, she looks cutie as hell. And she's like, we should hang out, but no, we should actually hang out, not just do that thing people say. And Carrie's like, sure, gotta run. And Lainey gets out of her that she's going to one of Samantha's parties, and she's clearly jealous, and you know she's going to freaking show up. Just like the parties that we had in the flashbacks. So, like, the same. Right. Samantha in Samantha's apartment. And this um, party is amazing. But Carrie breaks the fourth wall to be like, yipes, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to the party, which is Samantha's unbaby shower. She's literally celebrating not having a baby. It's She's so going good. around. She has on the most shots of people going, dress. I'm not having a baby. Yeah. And everybody's cheering, and she's pouring more alcohol. And I just cannot tell you how good this dress is. It's unbelievable. But Carrie references again, like, how sad Samantha is. Yeah, which it doesn't look like she is. They're not even playing at her hiding something. She's just being Samantha. And Miranda is going at it with some dude on a couch. (laughs) So Samantha brings it back. If she fucks on that couch, she's buying it. And And then... Like, Guess the wind who? from the east blows <laughs> in Lainey. <laughs> Truly. She's so ready to party and no one wants her there. It's- and everyone gives her the stink eye because she's so pregnant. Everyone's like, what are you doing here? And it's the reverse of how they felt at the baby shower. But Lainey doesn't realize that she's out of place yet. And she doesn't realize... Here's a moment. Lainey expects the parties to be like they were when they were 27. Yeah. And it's not that everyone else hasn't grown up. It's just that everyone else hasn't yet, you know, moved to Connecticut to have babies. Right. So Lainey is, has this, like, really mixed mixed, uh, mixed up expectation. And she's totally, she's not in the, in the same, she's actually more childish than the rest of them. Even you though know, she's the one having a baby. Um, I, uh, we obvi- I obviously can't relate to this just because, like... I don't have friends having babies, but the only thing I can think about is, like, going to, like, when you visit college and, like, going to college parties. yeah. What a weird experience that is. It's, like, you graduate and then, like, a year or maybe a little less or a little more, you, like, go back and, like, 
there's that sense of like, oh, nostalgia, let's do this, but also that sense of like, this oh, is not this does not belong the to me same. Anymore. I don't no, no. belong here. Totally. And like, not to say like kind I'm sure if the four of them like hung ways. out with her one on one, like it would have been different, right? Like I, if they could have like found a middle ground, but I feel like each well, time it Lainey, was like dragging. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, about no, I, no. <laughs> I think I was gonna say. Um... Oh, Samantha then goes. Like, Lainey, like, sits down on the couch, and Samantha's like, She gives birth on that couch, she buys it. I mean, she's going, this is like if you, this is like if you went back to college and didn't, and thought you were still. She's, like, maybe having a little bit of a breakdown. I think she totally is. (laughs) She's like, I can have one, maybe it'll induce labor, I'm so close to giving birth. She's like, I'm days away from giving birth. And... Charlotte comes in and snaps at her and is like, you stole my fucking baby name. It's amazing. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing here? And Lainey's like, what is your problem? And Charlotte says, my problem is you killing my dream in a nutshell. And Lainey's like, whatever. You're lucky that you know what killed your dream. I'm just wondering what happened to mine. And she keeps trying to drink and just gets increasingly wild. But yeah. Carrie's like uh, guarding the vodka. Yep. And talking to Miranda over top of it. He's gonna he's a good kisser and he's gonna do my taxes for free. Miranda's hair cutie, looks amazing. A really like cute Jonathan. Jonathan. I like the Jonathan. He's so cute. And he's like, I just met your friend Charlotte. She's cute. Is she seeing anybody? And Carrie and Miranda are like wide open, wide open. And then Miranda's just like, don't mention Shayla. <laughs> Which is just like, like why would you say that to this random dude? <laughs> it's so funny. And uh, once again, Carrie lists off his accolades. Um, hang I on like just him. a second. He's cute. Me too. I like him a lot too. It's funny. Charlotte realizes, realized suddenly all was not lost. Like, all it takes <laughs> is another dude. So Charlotte is happily talking to this dude, which is actually very, very cute. I know. I like him. Their body language is really sweet. And then Lainey's like, this party sucks. And she just tries first to get drunk again, and then she tries to go out and do her old striptease routine, which was awesome in her prime, but when yeah, you're she's pregnant... Yeah, like, wants to see my tits? One dude says, I'll take a look, and that's all she needs. So she starts going, but she can't, like, undo her pregnancy clothes. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is awkward. And suddenly she, she feels how out of place she is. It's like she recognizes that her behavior isn't okay. I wrote, oh, this is so tragic. It really, it's hard because you watch someone become aware of their vulnerability. She's a good actress. She's very good. She commits to this hard. I liked her because she was so, she was exactly who this person is. Yeah. Everyone's like, eek. They're not, they're just not having it. So she kind of does this like fainty off the table thing. So Samantha pours her water, yeah. Which is just, it's sweet because they've both been just so at each other's throats. And it's like, Samantha really is kind of, you know, when it comes down to it. I think she is secret maternal. Oh, and then the craziest thing of the whole episode. The thing that I found the craziest yes. of the whole episode. Me where also. Lainey's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And Carrie puts her in a cab and says to the cab driver, take her to Connecticut. Which, As if like, what? what? And the cab driver doesn't say, uh, fuck you, no thank you. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't say anything. It's like 2 a.m. I was thinking, does she have that much cash on her? I don't think you could pay with credit cards then. I'm sure her rich old husband does. I'm sure. So, and Lady's also like, I wish I could, can I just go back in there and try it one more time? And then I'm sure had a sad, weird cab ride back to Connecticut, all the way back to Connecticut. Yeah, without like a podcast or a music to listen to. Oh, can you imagine? sit. And then Carrie does this creeper creepos thing where she goes and she sits in a park by herself. It is really. It's what? Like <laughs> she's Carrie wondering alone, if watching she, kids, thinking about if she'd be a mom. Would I be any good? And it's like, well, not if you're going to creep on creepos like that creepo. <laughs> you creepy creepo? You a creepy creepo, Carrie. <laughs> she, um, one little girl who's this, very cute ugh. runs like, over to her. In Poor a little dark room. And the mom's like, scoops her up and is like, oh, I'm so sorry. And Carrie like rubs the little girl's leg, which just, it's all very funny. But it was so much easier to get abducted. Yeah, exactly. It's like Karen and George <laughs> always say kids uh, were just roaming free. 
So Carrie has this interaction with the child, and then on the way home, dun-dun-dun. She gets her period, and she, she does a little, period. throws her head back, and kind of is, she's upset about it. She's just... Oh, yeah, I'm watching it more closely. Well, it's like she's indulged the thought now. Yeah, and so it's, it's like... both almost, both relief... And both like, oh, I was did all that worrying. Well, because she started as soon as she started to want it, she decided like it was, she was told she couldn't have it. Right. It's of like, course. it's like relief. Well, this in terms is it's and like, also she spent ten days. She, it's relief about because it, it's you know? not the thing she wanted, but there was like that window where she like decided that she wanted it, or that if it and happened, feel, she'd she'd be okay with it. Yeah, and then as soon as you like find some sort of indulge that. You don't, it's like, it, you have to then. Oh, but this is the, really interesting because we don't see Big in this whole episode. You I know, know she talks about was, how she's not going to tell, she has this whole episode by herself. He never appears. Yeah, this, this, wow. <laughs> yep. This episode is, is like so much about female friendship. I think it's. Well, it's specific because it's this so specific, has not happened. Great. It's so specific. We like, this, especially coming off the episode before, which is all about like, the past few episodes, you know, like, can, like, can Carrie not get, not get married for big? Like, can Charlotte have a threesome for her boy? Like, all this stuff that's, like, sort of women changing. But, like, having a baby is, like, completely up to the woman. Like, it doesn't really in, in ideal circumstances. for the fact that it, you know what I mean? Ideally, yes. yes. Yeah, totally. But it's, like, it, Carrie, like, deciding, like, ha- finding out if she's pregnant is, like, a completely her thing. Like, right, and she, I, 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 she deliberately doesn't involve him and doesn't want to involve him. Which also, I mean, I was like, I think Big would freak out. I think he would tell her to get an abortion. She didn't seem to have to take that. I mean, we we didn't get far enough for her to even really ponder that to herself. But like when she's thinking about telling him, it's about whether she wants to tell him or not. It's not about his reaction. But I was like, I, what if she had decided, you know, she wanted it and he. I feel like would not have reacted the way she might have wanted him to. He would, like, make her penne a la vodka and, like, give her some metaphor about mushrooms and wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be the only way he can talk to her is in pasta. (laughs) But also I think, like, no one, none of the women have sex in this episode. It's all about, like, how fierce their friendship is and how it's, like, you know, how much they have each other's backs. That's that's the part we both loved. When yeah, Samantha like, just, like, Samantha. snaps in and is not having it. Oh, I guess I was telling Bridget how, like, I don't really feel that Charlotte really gets close to the other characters. But that's a moment where, like, Samantha, like, well, that's another Without example hesitation. of Samantha, Samantha being maternal, you but know? Also, but also Sam- friendship. I mean, she is older, but I think that, like, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna stand by, you know? It's friends above all else. Yeah. But I don't really know Charlotte and Miranda at all. Yeah, that's true. Charlotte and Miranda. Like, I don't think they hang out. No, one-on-one. not at this point, certainly. I wonder, I mean, I'm curious if the one-on-one friendships, how those specifically evolve also. It is, yeah. it's very, it's very true and it's becoming more true to life and that it's showing how, the different dynamics within groups of friends, I think. Yeah. Because I, I am have different relationships with different people and I think different relationships I mean different people you know have different relationships with me than they do with their other friends that's kind of the beauty of knowing people and like when you get emotional sustenance of different kinds from different people yeah and I love that we see that increasingly with like the the dynamics of a threesome with them or with just two of them yeah, I mean, and, and they're, they're taking they're taking care of Charlotte too, like she they I think they you said this like they portray her like very naively, and so I think it's like nice in a way to see the these like three like a little more jaded on varying levels jaded characters sort of protect the innocence that is Charlotte. Right, and they do kind of collectively that scene in particular when they when she's in the bathroom. I mean, I think. They don't want to deal with the drama of it, but more specifically, they just know that potentially Carrie being pregnant means something different to Charlotte than it does to the rest of them, and they don't want to stress her out. Yeah, and, like, this episode, it was the first time that we were watching that I felt, like, very much ten years younger than the characters. 
with Lainey, it's like you have expectations for it to be the thing you remember, but it's like not. But then you can either go the way of like trying to make it into that anyway or like feeling super out of place. Yeah. Totally. Maybe eras of our life are kind of defined by those relationships that make up the fabric of that time. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was kind of fake deep. No, the it was fabric really of that it. time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the standing up for each other, the female friendship, and some of Carrie's fear about motherhood, specifically the, you know, will I be able to still be me kind of aspect mm-hmm. of it. I felt some of that too. Yeah. What about you? Um. Hmm. Yeah, I think similarly. Like, I felt, I think I felt a lot of these women's insecurities on like a microcosmic level. Um, yeah. And so, like, the thing that I related to, I guess, like, the fear of not getting your period on time. Like, I yeah, feel like I've every had a time. Of times yeah. Even with it, friends. It's funny that, that Miranda says that, and then Carrie asks if she'd been having sex, and she thinks for a minute and says no, because I have had that panic. Even when, you know, like, there's just no chance I'm pregnant. Literal no chance that I'd be pregnant. I'm still like, I haven't gotten my period. I have a baby inside me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's scary at all ages. It really is. Brooke. Bridget. Will you by chance be on a boat anytime in the near future? Um, yes. I will be on a boat tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, is it tomorrow? That's yeah. so wild. Brooks, we're on a cruise. Yes, I am going to sea. That's why that's why we're recording remotely. When will my Brooke return from war? Ah, uh, yes. I'm going to fight the good fight. <laughs> on the open sea. Tequila, rum, punch. <laughs> Those are all the good fights. Uh, punch, like punch. Good joke. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was going to go unnoticed. Nope, I got it. I got it. Have you been... Uh, I bought. I brought some books to read. I'm really excited. Have you, are you reading anything? Um, I am not currently, but I just got a couple of books that I'm going to read. Um, where are they? Well, actually, well, someone you- just sent me Gloria Steinem's book, which I'm really excited to read. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But um, Just, there's another one. I'm forgetting the name, but I'm excited. Forever, right anyone who's curious, I have given War and Peace a rest. Uh, just for a you minute. You can't read, I, war, I, read War and Peace on a cruise, I don't think. Thank you. So I brought um, the new Marie Assemble book, and then I'm going to read some different books, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I am so excited for you. I know you're going to be on a boat and away from social media, but... Oh, away from social media. My social media is going to be pa-ha-ha-hopping. Oh, excellent. I was worried you wouldn't have Wi-Fi all the time. Not all the time. The choice moments. But when you will, it's going to be, she's going to have cruise, cruise shit going down. I got some bathing suits. I have some rompers. You guys don't know what you're about to get. That's true. What you about uh, to get? What you about to get? Uh, Kyle and I are going to take the sea by storm. I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Damn. Take the sea by storm. Okay. If you want to find me on social media. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter uh, at Brooke underscore Wiseman if you're interested in what I think about while I'm on the train. I am, honestly. I feel like I know a lot about your internal thoughts while you ride the New York subway. Yeah, that's blessing. what my Twitter is. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, does everyone think that rats are cool? Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll like poll people a lot. I'm like, why do people call this a bodega, but that a deli? Like, <laughs> Those are the key questions, to be honest. When it's you true. live in this city. But they all have plantain chips. Um, yep. It's all that matters. And on Instagram, for pictures of me as a baby, probably Bridget and my dog, um, you can see me at... Brooke, no underscore Wiseman, just Brooke Wiseman. Indeed. What about you, Miss Miss Bridget? You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin and on Bridget, Ask Bridget's FM. Bridget's amazing at Twitter. What? 
Bridget's amazing at Twitter. She makes me uh, laugh out loud at least once a day. Oh, that's so nice of you. It's really, I just, it's, uh, it's just there. It's there. There it is. It's me. <laughs> it's amazing. She's so funny. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was going to say, earlier I made a joke that you could find me on MySpace and I made Brooke laugh, but I don't think I can do it again. So oh, no. Just you, oh, know, yeah, you're not going to. Just know that I made Brooke laugh so much earlier. And you can probably still find me on MySpace if you really try. <laughs> you can also find her on Tumblr. That's true, but no one will ever, ever know about that. Except all of you I know about it, but you'll I never know, know the details. Um, what was the other one? Instagram, Bridget M thirty seven. Thanks for listening to Splat. A Splat goes long distance. <laughs> long distance Splat. Baby showers splat, galore. Splat across the country. Splat across the world. Splat. 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 <laughs> splat. 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 That's the song. Um, Don't you forget it. All right, I got it. We, I gotta, I gotta jet. finish this pie. I gotta go eat some more food. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.